0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Relationship Alive. This is your host, Neil Satin. I'm already laughing a little bit because this week's episode is going to have to be a bit of a bridge between last week and next week. Last week we spoke with David and Leela Sophia Tresemer about conscious weddings and commitment and how you do commitment and rituals commitment in a way that's different and you know, not just part of the status quo, not just part of what you're supposed to do in a relationship, but where you really bring a certain kind of intelligence and the dynamic energy of you into how you commit with your partner. So definitely check that out. Um Next week, we're going to be chatting again with Catherine Woodward Thomas, who, as you may know, is the author of Conscious Uncoupling. And we're going to dive deep into one of the most core processes that she teaches and that she leads people through. We're going to go through that next week. She calls it Transforming Your Core Love Identity. And it's really about healing the wounds within you that shape the way that you have relationship, that you relate to the world. And uh, I'm really excited about that conversation. It's really powerful. And as you may know, I've gone through Catherine's conscious uncoupling coach training. And so the conversation that we are having next week is a great way to bring to light one of the most beautiful aspects of how that coaching can work. So I'm really excited about that. But now you're probably seeing why I'm laughing because it's like last week we were talking about weddings and commitment. And this week, uh, this coming week, we're talking about conscious uncoupling and one of the key steps there now of course Catherine's work is really much broader than uncoupling and i hope that you'll uh, you'll get what i'm talking about when you hear us next week that being said here we are we're right in the middle and at, on top of that you may also be aware that i'm preparing to get married i'm getting married in less than seven weeks And in fact, yesterday, we looked at the calendar and realized with all the summer things that are going on, it's really just right around the corner, our marriage. And I'm, of course, I'm really excited about that. And at the same time, there's a lot, there are a lot of details. And I'm just not just talking about, you know, getting the right napkins and making sure that all our flowers on that day are fresh or even designing our ceremony. I'm talking about the things that help us prepare to enter in to that kind of commitment with each other. And that brings me to today's topic. And it starts with a simple question, which is what or who is holding you back? What is holding you back? Who is holding you back? I guess it's two questions sort of wrapped into one. And... The reason that I bring it up is because there are all these ways that our past can impact what's happening in our present. And some of those things are, are energetic vortexes that take our attention away from what is happening here in the moment. Now you may I may have lost you right there. I you know, I'm kind of a spiritual guy. I've talked about that on the show and so I really think about this in terms of like the things that connect us to the past and that might literally be holding us back but if you're you know a total materialist that's cool you could also think of this as the the old synaptic connections in your brain that are distracting your brain from forming even more solid well-worn synaptic pathways around what's happening in your life right now and in particular where this came up for me was thinking about All of the people that I've loved in the past, or had crushes on, or hooked up with, all of the people in the past who are still there in some respect living inside of me. And some of those things are really special. You know, when I think back to like the first kiss that I had um, way back in first grade. when I think it was anyway. That was a special moment. I mean, it lives in me to this day, and right now I'm 43 years old. Uh, That being said, it can live within me as as a memory or as something sweet, but I wonder what else it does to have that living inside of me so fully. Like if I haven't actually consciously let go of it, Now, in an ideal world, you might go through a process like conscious uncoupling for every single coupling you've had in your life. Um, If you're getting into a new relationship, just to make sure that the slate is clear and clean, that would be an ideal thing to do. But, well, if you're like me you're not even learning conscious uncoupling until now. And, you know, sometimes it's not practical to go through all of those steps around every single person. Although, honestly, I think that would be a good idea. Um, But in lieu of that, what can you do to at least bring some closure so that in your mind and in your heart... And in other ways, you are able to let those synaptic connections go. And one thing that I want to make clear here is that it's not like I'm creating some, you know, eternal sunshine of the the spotless mind. I think that's what it was called, where you're just, you know, erasing memories of people. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about doing something intentional to convey to your system, to your brain, to your heart, to your spirit, that you're closing those chapters in your past. So I'm gonna suggest to you a very simple process that you can go through, really simple process, and you can modify this however it feels appropriate for you. And if you do come up with modifications, please let me know. I'll be so curious to hear what you do with this. But the process is simple. Um, Go back through the timeline, and this could be easy if you work backwards. Um, It could be easier if you work, um, if you start sort of at the beginning of time, at least as far back as you remember, and work your way forwards. That's what I did. And make a list of everyone who has had a profound impact on your heart. And in particular, in a way that's made you want to connect with them romantically. Because, you know, of course, people are impacting our heart all over the place. But I'm talking right now anyway, about those people that you've had crushes on or have had crushes on you or that you dated or that you kissed or even that you hooked up with and maybe you don't remember their name. So you have to say, you know, that person that night, you know, hopefully you remember that it happened. It can be interesting to go back through all those kinds of experiences and just make a list. Now you don't have to show your partner this list. Um, In some cases you may really not want to show your partner that list but hopefully you have the kind of relationship where that could be interesting and entertaining. But if nothing else, this this exercise is for you, not for your partner. Um, and going through this is going to create changes in you that will impact your relationship with your partner. Or if you're single right now, this will affect your relationship with the world so that you're able to meet other people much more cleanly and without being burdened by People in your past. So you make this list. And that may take you a little while. You may pause a moment to reflect on the people as you make the list. Uh, I would suggest making it as quickly as you can and trusting the process because when you close the door on these people, which is what I'm going to have you do, um, it's not like the door is locked shut and the key is thrown away. Like the important things about these people, the lessons that you learned, the sweetness that you experienced, or the hard times in the way that they've impacted you and and taught you things about who you are as a person, those things will still stick with you because they're, they're part of what makes you who you are and how you act in the world. Now, you may decide to go through a process like conscious uncoupling with a select few of these people where you really do need to more formally detach and fully close and lock the door, or you realize that you haven't learned some lessons um, from your experience with those people. So, you know, that possibility remains open. The point of this, though, is to create a symbolic ending. In fact, many relationships of our past, particularly when we're younger, they don't even really have a formal ending. They just kind of evaporate or collapse or, you know, something traumatic happens and then you're on to the next person or are there are any a number of ways that that can happen. So this is your chance to make it, make it formal, even when it wasn't formal. So again, go back through all of those people who are there living within you in some fashion and make your list and then what i'd like you to do is come up with something simple something simple that you say almost like a little incantation or a blessing or a phrase that will make sense to you so you know going with what i said earlier and this is not what i did but Going with what I said earlier, you might say something like, um, I send this person, Jill Smith or Joe Smith or you know whatever their name is, I send them a blessing and gratitude for what I learned from them, for what I experienced from them. And in this moment, I officially shut the door on our relationship. So that whatever is still present and needs to be here for us can happen, but everything that's past is past, and I am officially closing, or cutting the cord, or tying the knot, or ending the chapter, or closing the book, or whatever it is. Use something that's really meaningful for you in in our world, Chloe and I, we say that we're closing circuits. So all the ways in which the circuit got opened with that person, we are closing the circuits so that, you know, anything that's required or life-giving, generative, that can stay. But any ways in which those circuits are holding us back, we're closing them. And... Do that for each person on the list. And then you may also choose to do something symbolic with that list. It could be to burn the list. It could be to put it, you know, on a on a little paper boat and send it out into a lake um, while it's on fire, even. There, there's all kinds of ways you can do it. I suggest, yeah, destroying the list. Um, because you made it. So you know that all those people on some level are still there, but the act of offering everyone this blessing, the gratitude, even for the hard lessons that you learned, and then officially closing the door, uh, cinching the, the cutting the cord and cauterizing the, (laughs) the wound, whatever it is, um, like the the part of them that still has had its hooks in you, you want that to be done. And yeah, this is a simple process. So if there are situations that are more complicated, they may require a more complicated process. And conscious uncoupling is great for that. Um, again, stay tuned for next week. But for this process, you may be so surprised by how much lighter you feel and and, and afterwards, how much lighter you feel. And before you've done it, you may be really surprised at how much of this stuff and these people and their energy and their thoughts and all of that, that you were carrying around with you. It's a lot. And our brains don't like to have anything be unfinished. It's the Zygernik effect. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. That when something is unfinished, our brains kind of obsess about it until it's done and it may not be obsessing consciously but sometimes it can obsess unconsciously and those people can come in dreams and you get the point it's baggage and in order to be clean and clear and show up fully and be energetically present in your current relationship you got to lose the baggage so that's what today's exercise is about I hope you get a chance to try it out, dive in, see what you discover. As always, let me know how it goes. You can email me, neilius, N-E-I-L-I-U-S, at neilsatin.com, or you can join the Relationship Alive community on Facebook and let us know how that goes. If this episode or any of the other Relationship Alive episodes has been helpful for you, please consider... Uh, Supporting the podcast, you can do that by texting the word support to the number 33444 or visiting slash support and you can choose something that feels right for you. Some people are donating even $3 a month is so helpful just to ensure that the podcast can continue or you can make a one-time donation, whatever feels right. But it'll be like, you know, going out for coffee once a month that um, that three dollars or, um, you know, hanging out for dinner. And I'm, I'm thinking of ways, too, that we can actually spend some time together for those people who choose to be part of the community of um, supporters of the podcast. So that's in the works. And for those of you who are already uh, supporting the podcast, thank you so much. It's such a blessing and I really appreciate your help. Um, Also, if you haven't yet picked up the communication guide that I created about the top three relationship communication secrets, that's still available for you. You can get it by going to neilsatin.com slash relate or texting the word relate to the number 33444 and following the instructions. So if you'd like to support the podcast... It's neilsatin.com slash support or texting the word support to 33444. If you want the free guide, neilsatin.com slash relate or texting the word relate to the number 33444. And other than that, thank you so much for spending this time with me this week. And I look forward to hearing about the process that you go through to... Clear some of the energy to, to let go of the baggage and to show up that much more present and lighter and fully in your relationship if you're in relationship right now or in your life and how you meet the world um, if you're not currently in relationship or even if you're in relationship how do you show up in life and how to meet the world So uh, have a great week. Take care. And I will see you next week with Catherine Woodward Thomas. Take care.